Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone step foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. Man has wondered for thousands of years, what is the best invention of all time? And you think that's what I'm going to talk about? No, it's not spaghetti. It's not an airplane. We're here to talk about the wheel, the foundation of everything. Nick, it's changed the world. I would agree. I would agree with that sentiment. And here we are in group A, where we have uh, the number one seed. Now, once again, we don't see these. We make up the list and we send it to our bracketologist. Um, God damn, if they, if we don't know, if we don't know who our bracketologists are now, Tony Hawk, we know. We know you're one of them, dude. We know you're one of them because the number one, seed, number one seed here going to skateboards and then the 16 seed, the hoverboard. Uh, and then we have in the other matchup of we'll the eight seed office chairs going up against the nine seed airplane. Cody, where do you want to begin? Let's start with skateboards versus hoverboards. New school versus newer school like well, skateboards aren't old school right are they are we old now i think they i i would have to imagine i don't know what could be more old school when it comes to like a penny rad- farthing radical sports yeah but they don't there's no x games like category for the penny <laughs> farthing how radical would that be I, dude you get it <laughs> they're doing like big air challenge and skateboard bmx penny farthing bicycle let's ride dude it's like just like four dudes who like have committed <laughs> to it they're like no i know i'm gonna do this like we could big, big we metal could wheels it. they're really bad at landing jumps it's, you bend this wheel they crumble spot. they crumble the second you land i don't it doesn't make any sense that we do this but hey they got to put something on the blooper reel you know dude red bull's running out of sports so they're <laughs> like i don't know man we had a dude jump out of space and come in through the atmosphere i guess we got penny farthings now what how much radical stuff do you think you can do i got a few things i can do here um so Just yeah, I get, the fact you can get a penny farthing to go is radical like the the science behind it doesn't make sense and the fact that that was like cutting edge technology blows my mind every time i think about it i just i don't know enough about history and that's something you know should make clear all the time is we only know what we know. You know, when, when things get to the final four, we'll look into things a little bit more. Who knows? Cody and I might have to learn how to do an Ollie or a nose grind, probably Christ air. Hey man, I've successfully dropped into a bowl before. You really? Yeah, dude, I can shred that gnar. You didn't know I, that? I was terrified. <laughs> I was so terrified of, uh, we can talk about that in a second, but I, I do feel like, I don't know what the kids are doing now. Cause I feel like, but if something makes it to the Olympics, you are admitting that it its place in history is cemented. Yeah. You know? And so skateboards having now joined the pantheon of great, great other competitions like the decathlon and the, the shooting one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, there's something about hoverboards though that every time I don't see them a lot, but I do see people like, rolling down downtown on these bad boys. And I get pissed off every time I see them, but I think it's a jealousy thing. I think I have a deep seated jealousy that I'm not on a hoverboard. I'm in a car like an idiot. I think, okay. Now, obviously it's been said before that the name is not, it, it, you know, unfortunately you're not where technology just isn't there yet, but you know, we're talking about the thing for everyone. 
it's it has the it's the two wheels on the side and then you stand on it and based on your motion forward or backward is how it will move i i agree with you i want to act like fucking idiot and then i'm like this is not what i'm like maybe i'm i'm the one walking i'm the one using my two feet taking my sweet ass time to get somewhere this person's being efficient yeah and i don't think you can do radical tricks but it did the fact that it's just rolling around is pretty cool and i'm over here I'm not doing like parkour or anything, so I don't have an excuse. Right. Yeah. Like it'd be one thing if I was like doing radical flips, backflips, jumping over cars, but I'm not doing that. I'm walking like an idiot. Yeah. Even no matter what, if I'm using a skateboard or a hoverboard, it is solely for transportation. It is not as a means to like show off. I'm not doing I'm not doing the stick tricks because I never could. <laughs> We're That's, not athletes. I think this is where, and I have to just admit some bias. I I think skateboards are cool really do but like i was like the kid at the skate park who was not doing skating stuff and there's never like a lamer tag along person i've never (laughs) felt like worse as a human being as like the kid who just is like well these are where some of my friends are and like all your friends are doing cool stuff and it's also like let's be clear you know i was a young i was a young teen so you know i'm one i want i also want to impress these girls but guess what's wit is not nearly as cool as dropping it in into the bowl. Yeah. When I was at the skate park, I dropped, I said I successfully dropped into a bowl once, Nick. And that wasn't an exaggeration. It was one time. I've no, never been able to do it since or before. <laughs> and I would go with my friend Rick and he moved to Vegas to fucking skateboard semi-professionally. So we're at the skate park. He's grinding. He's shredding. He's doing flips and shit. And I'm out here <laughs> spending 30, 40 minutes just trying to drop into a bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but at least, you know, there, the thing is, at least I like at least if you have a skateboard in hand, it looks like you're meant to be there. I didn't even have I had one skateboard in my entire life and it was this one from Toys R Us. It was a, it had a it was a Gundam wing. Hell yeah, it was it looked pretty gnarly, but I'm I almost guarantee you that there's no way that thing could actually have done anything <laughs> skateboard related. I think we got to bring that fact up too, though. Skateboards have art on the bottom. You can put stickers. You can do stuff. Hoverboards are kind of just only function, right? Yeah. I guess. So I think we got to, I'm leaning skateboard on this, not only because it's the one seed, but because, and we have to think about this, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. How many hours did we spend playing that? Goddamn. What, I mean, why did society keep going? Like, why? Yeah. It, it, like, it came out. We all loved it. And we all should have just been like, you know what? This is it. Stop here. No more inventions. Like, sure. Are there things that have come since then? Life-saving drugs, um, healthier alternatives, especially for our, you know, our friends who are vegetarian or gluten-free or whatever. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Um, But so far, none of that has impacted my life nearly as much as if we would have just stopped society. Like if the UN would have been like, um, hey, everybody, society as we know it is now, uh, we're done. So we do did you it. think, are you saying we would have had a better time in the Middle East and we would have avoided war if we could have just got Bush to play Tony Hawk and listen to Goldfinger? Oh, I don't doubt it. Here's what I'm saying. I think what America needed to have done was commit to giving everyone the ability to play Tony Hawk Pro Skate. <laughs> like we should have been donating CRT TVs and PlayStation 1s just across the, across the country, across the world. And <laughs> hooking people up. Look, it's okay. So the game comes out September 20th, 2000. We, that would have saved, that would have prevented 
we would have gave this out. You can tell me if, if Al Qaeda, who if they were playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, they couldn't have done the whole 9-11. There's no way. Once again, I think that, okay, wait, so we voted in 2000. So this would have been a Bill Clinton poll. Yeah. Billy Boy Clinton, which I'm sure it was on the agenda. I know, knowing my boy, Mr. Clinton, I have to imagine that at one point he was sitting there with like his secretary of state and Al Gore. And he's like, oh, I got this. What if I just go to the UN tomorrow? And I'm just going to tell him, hey, everyone's going to get Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I want everyone to have it. Then I want to be done. And then I'm, and then that's, and then we're calling it on society. And it, because we had the money, was the middle of the internet boom. We were out here. Everyone's making money hand over fist. The 90s were ruling, dude. And now look at this shit that we have. Look at where this, we are now. Look at hellscape. how far. Look at, hey, everyone, go back mentally right now to September 20th, 2000. If you can, if you can just think about what, what were your, what were your problems? What were your qualms? Oh, there, there weren't any. Why no. was that? Because it was perfect. We did it. We had Tony Hawk pro skater too. Society was just thriving probably for middle-class white people. But <laughs> once again, if we would have just given it to everybody, everyone would have had this opportunity just to be like, dude, what more do I need to be doing? I'm going to, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to continue to contribute to society. And I'm going to come home. I'm going to sit down with my family. And we're just going to play Tony Hawk pro skater too and try to set high scores. Yeah, dude. Spell skate. Who can get the fastest skate? Let's go. I'm locking in Tony. I'm locking in Tony Hawk, even though that's not the option. I'm locking in skateboarding. There's yet to be a radical hoverboarding game. And also hoverboards piss me off because they don't actually hover at all. What I, I understand why they named it, but I, I, and I don't know what else they could have named. Like, that's the part where I'm like, I feel bad. Cause it's like, you know, I wonder what other, what were the other ideas that were floated? It's got, like, you got to have wheelie boys, my, uh, my wheel rider skate. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a bicycle, but the other way around. <laughs> that's what they call it. The bicycle, but other way around. <laughs> All right. That, let's, that's a little bit long, but I do like that. <laughs> Imagine if we took a bicycle and flipped it sideways. And what? then you, and then wait, do I ride it with like pedals? No, it rides itself. So what does the bicycle part have to do with it? Two wheels mostly. Yeah, technically it is a two wheels. I suppose it's a bicycle. And in the same regard that anything with two wheels is a bicycle. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. I'll move skateboard on as well. Uh, even though I, you know, I do have my trauma there uh, that I'm sure we'll explore more. Okay. So next up. We have the eight seed office chairs and the nine seed airplane. Now, I know a lot of times people, you know, you're thinking like airplane. I mean, I know they have wheels, but like, isn't it more of the, the wings? Isn't that more of the, the flying? Isn't that what's really doing the job here? But think about this. And it does, I, once it was pointed out to me once, it has never stopped blowing my mind that that thing, that bird got to land. That got to land. You can't just come down. That bird got to land and it can't land on its belly. Not all planes are seaplanes, baby. Otherwise, we, we're not going to have a lot of stuff coming in if we, from Sioux Falls. Our airport's really? already not killing kill it. Imagine yeah, if we had to only land on water. That's what I, I was just thinking that. Like, if that was, if we could never have gotten around to, like, the wheel technology where you have a wheel that has so, that's big enough and can take on the compression of landing at hundreds of miles an hour and be like, no, I got this. And skirt out and be like we're good no i've got this like we would just have to only land on water <laughs> so that would have been wild dude <laughs> that's why i couldn't invent because i've been out there like 
man, this airplane idea is really great, but every time it lands, it explodes. Well, have you tried to put wheels on it? What? No, it's got wings, you idiot. Like, why would it need wheels? Dumb as hell. I take it from the top of this hill, and then we push it, and I start flying. Like, it's, what are the wheels for? What would I need them? So they didn't explode on landing. That doesn't seem right. I'll just land on the ocean. Yeah, why would I? I'll just land somewhere softer. Not an idiot. Okay, if we can't land, if we had to take wheels away from planes, how would you land in an area with no water? Would we have to put, like, giant, like, ball pits out in the field and planes would have to land on the ball pit? I was thinking giant nets. Just, and you catch the plane? <laughs> you have to, they have to try to slow, I don't know how you, once again, I'm not a fucking pilot. I have friends who are, I could probably talk to them. I'd be like, okay, on approach, you've been flying, now you're coming back down. What's the slowest you could get a plane to go? And could I then catch you in a net? If it was a really good net, like one of the best nets we can find, and I caught you in, and then would we that gently, stop it? So we have to know the plane. We just drag the plane away in the net and put up a new net for the next plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, and then you wrap the plane, and then you take it to where you, you take it to the terminal, and then you let it out. I like this idea because if we, if we, what if we just lost wheels tomorrow? Like what happens yeah. from that? I think the net plans as good as anything I, because I like my idea of like the big pit of like foam and shit that it just kind of lands in there. But then how do you get it out? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, net people are, I would, man, thank God I was not around in the, in the early stages of, of aviation. Big net. Yeah, what do you guys, what are you guys thinking? We, how are you guys going to land? Well, I don't, we're trying to solve that. I mean, we know we can, we know we can do water kind of, oh, man, there's not enough water around here. Why don't you guys do big net? What? Yeah. Just get a net. What about that? We can't sleep on office chairs though. All right. I am in my office right now recording this. Yeah. And if my chair didn't have wheels on it, it would be a game changer. I'm not trying to sit at the dinner table doing my business. Huh? How am I gonna? How am what? I gonna? What? what? I need wheels in my chair. Look at this shit. I see this. Yes, you're all over the place. <laughs> I, love I don't it. know what. What is your dinner? What does your dinner have to do with this? I'm saying if I'm sitting at a dinner table, that chair has no wheels on it. Not a that single chair's... wheel. Right. I couldn't do what I just did. No, you're not. I'm, you I'm here it. editing. If I'm in my zone editing, right, vibing out, doing my thing, and I need to take a spin break, I can't do that in a dinner chair. It is. It is wild how important wheels are to the office chair. Like I can't imagine a world where I just sit in a stationary chair that like, I know it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal to like be like, all right, I got to move my chair back and then stand up and get out. But the fact that all I got to do is push my tush a little bit and then just stand up. Dude, like total game changer. And now, also, Nick, I spend so many hours a week in this office chair, and I don't spend that many hours on an airplane. So, I mean, just that, is yeah. what impacts my life more. If I wheels mean, disappeared tomorrow, the fact, the chance that I'll be on an airplane when it happens is low. <laughs> the chance that I'm in this chair fairly high. I I do love in the you know as far as like an office chair goes, you know, there's you know not only do you have the ability to just like push back. Like if you're in a cubicle setting, you know, every office has an open office setting. Now, you know, you can do that thing where you like push back and go to your other, your other person's desk and like, what you working on over there. It is allowed so much great laziness within the office. I cannot tell you how many times I've just done that. Like duck walk instead of just getting out of my chair. chair. <laughs> Cause I'm not, it would look psychotic if I wanted to go talk to some, if I had to like go help, like train someone, if I grabbed my chair and pushed it and rolled it over 
to them and then sat down. That would look ridiculous. Yeah. I, the, I think it legally you can only move an office chair by doing the duck walk while you sit in it or dragging it behind you. Or doing you, the big pushes, but you are risking the fact that you can't see behind you. Yes. But I don't think you can push it gently in front of you. Like that. No, you can only right. duck walk. You can only, I'm coming. Hold on. But that, that little thing of just me dragging myself, staying in my chair, duck walking is way more sane to me than if I was like, yep, hold on, I'll be right over there. And I just stood up like a normal person and just pushed my chair over there. No, this chair, also, that is a thing. Office chairs are meant to be within like five feet of a desk, at, of their desk. Like you, the thing is, your desk and your chair imprint on each other at some point. Yeah, they bond. It's, and it's a life, it's life. It's for life. And so, I mean, that's, if you've ever noticed a weird vibe in your office, it's because your office did the thing where they're like, you know what? Why don't we just mix it up a little? You know what? Let's just let's just move everyone around. You know what? We just need to get everyone talking to new people. No, you separated two partners because everyone takes their chair with them. Because I'm not, I'm not. That's also wild to go sit in someone else's chair for the next like six months. Hell I no. feel like if I was in an office space and someone, one sec, Nick, your computer's gonna die. You should plug it in. If I was in an office space and they just moved the chairs around willy-nilly in the middle of the night and I sat down in my chair, I would instantly know. I'd be like, this is not my chair. Well, I mean, that's the thing too. Now with office chairs, like my like my office, I'm, I mean, obviously I work from home, but my office let us, you know, take our chairs. I have, I have one knob, two and three levers. This thing, I can make it however I want. Mm -hmm. Whatever I'm setting, this thing is customized and personal. I know instantaneously if this is off. There's no way. So yeah, I, 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 here's the thing though, Cody, here's, it's not that I don't agree with you about that office chair wheels revolutionize the game. It's not that. It's just that it feels like airplane wheels are just more important. <laughs> like if, if someone, I don't know who, once again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know about modern invention. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a discovery. I don't know who was sitting in their lame ass chair and was like, I want to get some wheels on this bit and then change the game from there. I don't know who did that. Way to go, you. Yeah. But whoever <laughs> figured out the plane wheel. Yeah, they saved us from a life of big net. I'm going to have to lock in airplanes too. I understand. It feels like whoever did office chair wheels, that did start out of just laziness. You know, like it was like, man, I don't want to, I want to have to move my chair all the time. I'm going to just went home, just came in one day. Cause this is back in the day when you could just bring a drill into the <laughs> office. You know, like people didn't, people didn't look at you funny, just brought in a drill. And then just screwed in, screwed in Joe, some wheels too. It was like, Joe, what are you doing? I just, I got these caster wheels. I'm just going to put them on my chair and see how that vibes. Well, what? That seems insane. Why would you need to do that? I just, I, don't know, I had four of them lying around. I don't know. I just figured I'd give this a shot. And then that person became immediately the seat. Yeah, instantly. This is what Jumped we do in. now. This uh, is sir, sir, we make pasta. Not anymore. We put wheels on chairs. I, I'm gonna. I as much. We gotta as lock an airplane, dude. We gotta lock an airplane. I totally get it. And now we're in one of the greatest battles of all time because we have airplane revolutionized travel. One of the most important things in modern world versus skateboarding, the most radical sport you can take part in. Okay, so let's. So we know what we would have done without airplane, right? Yeah. We would have probably just built better train. We would have just gotten. We would have eventually had underwater train to get us in. Uh, to Europe and Asia, all of that. So we can kind of figure that out. What would the rebellious youth of America done without the skateboard? Would we have just considered, like, would we have just like moved on to scooters? 
and been like, this is the cool thing. You can't. The, would you think the, do you think the bad boys would have been smoking behind the middle school and then going out on their rollerblades? It's like the skateboard also is a part of the identity, the look. It's a culture, yeah. Like you can't. There, there is no airplane culture. I guess we are as a globe in airplane culture, but that's not the same thing. You know, there's like skateboard culture. Right. No, there is a hundred percent like an etho, like a community built there, right? You have a place where you can bring your board and you can go anywhere in America that has a skate park and you can go and be a part of that community, right? You all probably... Probably your parents are divorced, so you can talk about that. You, can, you know, you may have seen some things a little too, a little too young, arguably. Yeah. Uh, you You're know, into doing stupid shit like you're sitting in a golf, uh, in a shopping cart and getting pushed into a rose bush. That's yeah. something you could do together. Like you're obvious. Like I do think I did this. Actually, this is this is a hundred percent true. We were walking my dog, and on the at this one spot, there's this like grass patch a pretty big one. And right above it is a hill. Like on the, uh, if you look to the right, there's the grass patch. Look to my left, there's a hill. And these kids were just bombing down this hill on their skateboards, letting their skateboards just hit the curb and just launching themselves <laughs> into this. Like it's arguably, it looks like a nice soft grass patch, but I was just like, could you, man, there, I, do you remember thinking you can't die? Yeah, it was radical. Like, I, that story about getting in a shopping cart, going downhill into a rose bush. I did that. Oh yeah. I you did had that. to. It was, it was part, it was part and parcel of being a youth. But like, I looked at those kids and me and my wife for the first time, were like, should we warn them about like, Hey, you know, be safer. <laughs> no, man. They'll, but, if you, if you would have said anything like, Hey, you should be safe. They'd be like, fuck you, old man. I know. You're not our hurt, dad. I'm going to hurt my feelings. I'm like, you I'm not. Know, also oh, now man. your house has a mark on it. You're going to wake up the next day. Your house has been egged. Yeah. All because you told some kids to be safe. Hey man, that's just like, not, I don't know what you think's going to happen. You're going to pop. You're for sure going to break your collarbone. Like there's no world where you don't break something doing this. I don't. Yeah. We're understand. going to break your windows. You square piece of shit. It's like, what? But I'm like to be that young and free again, you know, like, it is one of those things where it. Do you think our generation's midlife crisis is going to be getting skateboards instead of expensive cars, instead of haircuts, instead of like whatever, quitting our job and trying to find like whatever? We are just going to get skateboards and we're just going to go out and start shredding. I, 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 and I mean this. I think it would be easier for me to convince my wife to let me get a motorcycle than it would for me to actually start skateboarding for real. Like, <laughs> look, just think about it on like a, of like the likelihood of breaking something. Right. Motorcycles obviously can be very dangerous, but how, but how many accidents are there? Right. You think about how many people use a motorcycle every day yeah. and how many accidents occur. Let's put that to skateboard. I would break my ankle damn near once a week. You would, I, I give you 15 minutes alone with a skateboard before you are seriously injured. Yeah. Before the, before 911 is called. Yeah. Like it is, it, it will not take long if I was like, babe, I, you know, I just want to kind of, do something to, you know, a new hobby or something. I think I'm going to just take up skateboarding. She'd be like, did you, like, did you used to skateboard? And, and were you any good? Oh no. I had like, I had one, I had my Gundam skateboard. No, Nick, you don't get to start now. I can't imagine you like pulling a hammy while you're putting on your pads. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh God, I got hurt already. You haven't even, the skateboard's still in its box. Yep. Like, <laughs> Guess I'll just go donate this to my local youth. Yeah, they need it more than me. It's still a Gundam skateboard too, so kids love that shit. I mean, I'm I got a lock in airplane. It revolutionized travel. It needs the wheels to land. 
Wait, but now I feel hypocritical because it is a plane. I, it's tough, right? Because you're like the wheel. The wheels are not the like, first thing. When you I think, think airplane, of. I don't think wheel. But they are. The wheels are radically important to this process. <laughs> like, because even not even just landing, taking off also very important. Benefited by the wheels. <laughs> like, we're that's okay. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I I think I gotta go skateboard because when I think skateboard, I think wheels. Intra- I mean, this is gonna be. I mean, you know, obviously, as we say at the top. What is our criteria? Whatever the hell we want. I have no idea what is going to mean the most to me when it comes down to these things. What is the best thing on wheels? I mean, I love airplanes. I'm going to Vegas in a couple of weeks. I need a plane to get there. But also skateboards are radical. It's hard not to just acknowledge freaking radicalness. Yeah. That seems to be a key. That needs to be a key part of this whole thing. How much more radical does it make the thing? Skateboard without wheel, just board. Yeah. And a board is nothing. And let's be clear. Yeah. Let's be clear. Sure. Does skateboard without, does skateboard kind of look like snowboard? Maybe. But snowboarding, way more challenging to do than skateboarding when it comes to like all the other environmental needs you need to make yeah. it happen. Skateboards you just have and you get, and you just get going. Airplane. Got, all right. I'm locking in skateboard, dude. I got it. When I think, the problem I have is when I think airplane, I don't think wheel. Is wheel very important? Absolutely. Yes. Is airplane more important to culture in general? Maybe. But because w- without skateboards, I wouldn't know the song Superman by Goldfinger. I do notice it, that is, they never- Is that a world I want to live in? I do notice on every airplane. I've been on multiple airlines now. Delta, Southwest, United, Air, Iceland Air. I've been on so many. At not one point did they ever just over the speaker go, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, go! Like, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I'm trying to live is just like, there's a, an exuberance that comes when I hear fucking Superman kick off. It's important to culture. <laughs> I, uh, uh, dude, I, I, I'm having a hard time here just because I think the airplane is overall more important than skateboards. I think society, we would have figured it out. Young youths would have done something different. They would have found another way to hurt themselves and do cool things. <laughs> um, but airplane, I, that would have been a tough one for us to get around. You know, that, that one. I get it, man. Lock in what you're going to lock in. I'm locking in skateboards because when I think wheel, I think skateboard. I'm going to go airplane. I'm going to let the fates. All right. Shit. Well, we got to handle, solve this the only way we know how. And that's with the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by random.org. We got Bush baby facing up. That means John Kerry is on the other side. Nick, you get to call in the air because you are the low seed. I'm going to go airplane. (laughs) Please say that again without mumbling. Oh, fuck. It's John Kerry. No, that's pretty good. That means you win. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. You're right. I win. Fuck yes. I'm so confused. Do you want me to say it again? I was trying to say it loudly, but but you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. good. Okay. Yeah. No, John Kerry. All right. That's fine. Skateboard. I'm fine. The final four. I'm fine. I'm okay. Is this already going to be the most radical research we've ever done? I I can't. I can't explain to you how unlikely it is that I'm allowed to get on a skateboard. Like, not just, I don't want to make it sound like my wife's like, you can't get on a skateboard. It's like, I understand that for my health and benefit and wellness, the idea, uh, me getting on a skateboard is the most detrimental thing I could do to my body. So maybe I'll just like try to, I'll just, can I go hang out at skate parks? What's the rule there? Can I go back to just being the, ha- the tag along? Is that weird? Yeah, I mean, I'm well, not here's the issue. anymore. You are in your thirties and you're not tagging along. You are just at a skate park with kids there. Like it'd be it's one thing if you went with another 30 year old who was shredding the gnar, sure. but it's not tagging along if you go by yourself, you know? 
there's even it almost is like weirder if i like went if i went with like a 30 old friend who just is just ripping it up and i'm like kind of standing there over by like the girlfriends and 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 friends and they're and it's like oh who are you, who are you friends with oh ricky and bobby and i'm like oh yeah um, yeah no steve that's my friend <laughs> like just one dude just you and one dude and you're just gonna watch him do it yeah no, it's friendship in your 30s i wonder if they would be like fuck wait Am I going to spend the next like 15 years of my life just at a skate park watching somebody? That's what's going to happen. You're going to do that. And then those kids are going to go on to like cure cancer and AIDS and shit because they are so inspired by not wanting to become you. <laughs> so it's a good so, thing. So how did you end world hunger? I was at the skate park when I was 12 and this guy showed up and he was just watching his 30 year old friend. And, and I, I just was realized like, like oh, wait, this. this is just a lifestyle that you can get sucked into. Now I picked up a book that day. Yeah, dude. I started uh, reading about microbiology and that's how I made big cucumber, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, skateboard moving on into the final four. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to know about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, um, wherever you see us on those social medias, share, share those, like those posts. Uh, and wherever you're listening to this, uh, rate and review all of that incredibly helpful. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social media. Send us pictures of you shredding. We're just on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look up at friendly comp pod. If you have an idea for a 16 team tournament, you'd like to see us do email us to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com or go to our site, friendly competition podcast.com. Go to contact and you can submit it through there. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. Group B dropping on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lennon. See you on the boat. Bye.